You're listening to Paws, Claws and Wet Noses, the vet podcast celebrating all creatures great and small and the fantabulous professionals who look after them all. I am your show host, Julie South. Welcome to episode 96. Coming up today is the third and final part of the chat I had with Dr. Kath Watson, companion animal veterinarian and chair of Healthy Pets New Zealand. An update on our Love Your Vet Nurse competition and a quick soundbite about constructive dismissal. Paws, claws, wet noses is powered by vet staff. New Zealand's only 100% owned and operated recruitment agency dedicated to the veterinary sector. Vet staff is committed to helping the vet sector retain and recruit vets and vet nurses who are excited about going to work on Monday mornings. If our values match your values, we would love to have a chat with you. If you haven't listened to episodes 94 and 95 or 95 of Paws, Claws, Wet Noses with Dr. Kath Watson, I recommend that you do that because it will give you more context for today's chat that we had. I'll put the links to those at pawsclawswetnoses.fm to make it easy for you to find. Ahead of Kath's chat, I want to give you another. I want to give another quick shout out to all the entrants in the Love Your Vet Nurse competition. We launched a fortnight ago in honour of the fantabulous vet nurses working hard inside Kiwi clinics. Like I said last week, the response has been absolutely amazing, and it continues to get even more amazing. We've got clinics clients shouting out their fantabulous nurses as well now, which is really lovely to see. So remember to invite your clients to support your vet nurse team as well. It's easy to enter. We're looking for the most loved up vet nurses. We want to know what words you use to describe your vet nurse team. So far, passionate and compassionate, hardworking Knowledgeable and enthusiastic are coming through loud and strong. Stay tuned to the end of today because, end of today's show, because I'll share the leaderboard so far with you. There's been a change since last week. There are two clinics now tying for first place. Almost daily this last week, they've been swapping places with each other. So this coming week is going to be an interesting week. This week just gone, we've also been posting an educational series on constructive dismissal, which is a six-part series. We've been doing this on social media, so Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. It's a six-part series, and it's generated some DMs with some really sad and pretty horrific, actually, pretty disgusting stories and examples of constructive dismissal taking place in vet clinics around the country. So that's pretty sad. It's, yeah, kind of a bummer, but pleased that actually everybody that DM'd me they are looking on the other side, you know, it happened a while ago, so they're through that now, but they did get burnt in the process. What is constructive dismissal? There are situations where an employer's actions or inactions make the situation at work so intolerable for the employee 
that the employee resigns. When this happens, it could be considered a constructive dismissal. Constructive dismissals can be subject to a personal grievance. So keep that in mind. There are three broad categories. The employer gives an employee a choice between resigning or being dismissed. It's one of those jump or be pushed type situations. Or the employer and or the employer deliberately acts in a way aimed at pressuring either directly or indirectly the employee to resign. And or the employer has acted so badly, for example, by breaching of the agreement that they've signed or treating the employee highly unfairly, that the employee feels he or she cannot remain in the job. So examples of constructive dismissal. If, or how they come about, if you find yourself in any of these situations, the first thing to do is to raise it with your employer. Now that could be your practice manager, your HI manager, your lead vet, your head nurse, whatever or whoever is appropriate for you, so that you can work through the matter according to the dispute procedure detailed in your individual or your collective employment agreement. With constructive dismissal, it's not necessary for the employer to want the employee to resign. The question comes down to whether the employer's actions or inactions caused the employee to resign and the resignation was foreseeable. A constructive dismissal doesn't need to be the result of a single event. It may be a result of a series of actions or inactions by the employer. It's important to keep in mind here, really important, that not all conduct that upsets an employee will be enough to lead to a constructive dismissal. Back in episode 58 of Pause Clause Wet Noses, I did an Employment Law 101 episode about constructive dismissals. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes page of this episode if you're in the horrible situation that I mentioned and you need to know more. So episode 58. On with the conversation, the final conversation that I had, and listen to this woman's passion, that I had with Dr. Kath Watson of Healthy Pets New Zealand. Today, we are talking about how you, 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 singular person listening to this right now, you, how you can make a difference. Kath, if somebody has a, they're listening to this and they're thinking, I haven't got the way to donate, I haven't got the funds to donate, but I've got a gift, I am talented, I can sew, I can paint, I can pot, I can whatever. Is there a way for them to donate goods like that or the, the funds of fundraising like that and has it been done before? Yes, it has and, uh, and we very much appreciate that. My lovely mother, uh, Tessa Brown, is an artist based in Kerikeri. She paints New Zealand landscapes and New Zealand uh, birds mostly. Um, she's done a fantastic job of them. Up until recently, she's painted them for herself. Their house has got rather crowded with lots of paintings. And uh, she very generously offered to donate some paintings to Healthy Pets to act as a fundraiser. So we set up a silent auction for those at the recent NCBA conference 
And so far, the two paintings that she donated, so one was of a of a wax eye and the other of Kingfisher. So, so far, those paintings have generated further interest and we've raised over $750 for Healthy Pets so far with the, the auctioning of those paintings. And she's she's offered more as a result. So if that's an example and an inspiration to others that they'd like to help out and, and think they have something to offer along that line, then absolutely in anything we can do that's going to help raise funds for healthy pets is going to help raise funds for companion animal research and education that's going to, going to benefit New Zealand. Right. Okay. Are your mum's paintings on your website, on the healthy pets? How, how would people... Uh, who do they contact? Yes. So at the moment, if, if you send an inquiry to healthypetsnz at gmail.com, then that will come through to me and I'm, I can share her album of photos. Of, sorry, her, she's photographed the paintings that she's done. Um, so if people have got an interest, then, then absolutely they can have a look there. The paintings that she um, donated to us for the NZBA conference that you can see those ones and, and the wonderful people who supported us and, and bought them at auction. So you can see those ones there. But at this point, it's, um, yeah, I don't think she wants to be totally overwhelmed by requests no, either. So no, I can imagine she would get. Okay, that, that's wonderful. So big kudos to her and her mm-hmm. talent for for doing that. And, and I'm sure I'm slightly biased, but I do think she's Oh, no, I'm talented. sure you're not. <laughs> I mean, if people are willing to, I mean, the proof is always in people putting their hands in their pockets to to spend cash for something. So if people are doing that, then she's good. Kath, earlier you talked about Dogs Day Out, and that's a fundraising initiative. Could, is it possible to... I don't know, to choose one day a year that is the Dogs Day Out year, Dogs Day Out Day, try and say that fast, Dogs Day Out Day, that there could be, I don't know, vets or nurses around the country who might be involved in puppy classes, say, companion animal vets and nurses, that think, yeah, we could have a Dogs Day Out here in my town or my city or my suburb, is that possible where it could be a a the Dogs Day Out event for Healthy Pets New Zealand? Yeah, look, I think that would be wonderful. And, and we're reimagining uh, Dogs Day Out each time we run it, so I, I should qualify this started as a dog walk in Invercargill uh, in 2019 and 20, uh, 2021 because obviously COVID scuppered 2020. Um, 2021, we managed to run a, a whole day event uh, in Invercargill, which was based on, so, so our initial thoughts are around trying to educate people as well as give them a chance to come out with their dogs or not if they haven't got a dog and, and would like one, to come out and find out all the things that you can do with your dogs. So, you know, the clubs you can be involved with, but also what sort of charity work or uh, search dogs, all that sort of stuff as well as what businesses are, are selling dog supplies and that sort of stuff. So trying to gather everything in one place. And the feedback we got from the one we ran in February 2021 was so amazing. People just really appreciated being able to come out with their dogs and, and all the rest of it. But, you know, there was some stuff that didn't work so well. We tried to run 
speakers during the event and it was an outdoors event, didn't really work. So this year we're reimagining it as an evening of, of educational talks on the Saturday evening. So it's going to be the 26th, 27th of November. And again, I'm, I'm sticking with Invercargill now while we're working out what's working best because it's an amazing city, amazingly supportive people there, um, just a wonderful place to, to, to do this sort of thing and they've been so appreciative of it. So yeah, so the Saturday night is going to be a series of educational talks and then the Sunday is going to be the Dog Stay Out where the Sled Dog Club, the um, Southland Dog Training Club, the Southland Kennel Association are all going to have activities and have a go and demonstrations and that sort of thing and we'll have a variety of businesses there that can talk to people what they're doing as well as other charities uh, are welcome to come along as well and tell people about what they do. So just a chance for people to get out with their dogs because the reality is there's not there's not a huge number of events you can take dogs to. So so that's really what it's about. There's absolutely no reason we couldn't uh, spread this further around the country. The limiting factor at the moment for me is is time and the volunteers require, required to make that happen. You know, that's part of the reason I'm sticking with Invercargill. I'd love to see this happen around the rest of the country. So if there are some really keen people out there listening who think this is right up their alley, then more than happy to to talk to them about how this is working in Invercargill and, and what's involved and help them get it off the ground elsewhere. And it would be wonderful if it became a, a Healthy Pets initiative throughout the country because it's it's really so apart from, from being a fun day out for the dogs, it's a really good chance to to try and help educate people on a whole range of topics, not not just healthy pets research, but stuff that's relevant to people owning dogs. You won't be doing the Lake Taupo Great Lake Cycle Challenge then because that's the same weekend. Last yeah, weekend, not this year, Last weekend in November is, yeah. Unfortunately, I have a wedding to go to, so I can't do that either. <laughs> No, we've we've signed up for the last two years for the for the mountain bike version of that, and and had plans scuppered each time. So, yeah, sometime in the future. Have you done not, it? Not this year. Not the road version. Just just the mountain bike, the the hooker challenge. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I've done the road version. Yeah, I mean, has been now. Okay, right. So, so listeners, I will put the dates to. The dog day out on at paws claws wet noses dot fm with links back to healthy pets New Zealand so that you can check things out there and if you have the energy and the inclination and the motivation and you would like to run a dog's day out day where you are then Kath would love to hear from you but you've got to do it all yourself you can't. <laughs> Kath's busy that weekend. <laughs> I'd be happy to come and help anyone who wants to. Yeah, it'd be nice <laughs> if it could be on the same weekend, though. Imagine having all the dogs. You know, the the, the energy just, yeah, it's all on the same same weekend. Anyway, you heard that. Kath's willing to help. To New Zealand. Kath, just now, you know, we've talked about the, the fundraising, how people can get involved in fundraising and helping financially support through money or time. How about the research? How can they get involved with that? And can they? Is there an opportunity? Yeah, absolutely there is. And, and uh, so as I said earlier, we've got the Research and Practice Grant, which is trying to encourage practitioners to get involved in research. And obviously we're well aware at this time 
I'm not going to say post-COVID because I don't think we are post-COVID yet, but, you know, in these busy times, now is maybe not the best time to be thinking about it. There's, there's the venue work for force shortages and all the rest of it. But if you have a real interest in research and would really like to get involved, then please get in touch. And, it, it, you know, there may be a specific topic you're interested in or just interested in general in getting involved in research. And we can put you in contact with people who do research to get an understanding of how they can help you. Maybe it's putting in an application because you know what you want to do and, and got everything else sorted, or maybe it's how do you even go about it in the first place. More than happy to do that. And like I say, there is funding under the Research and Practice Grant or Discretionary Grant, depending on what the project is. But I'd also add that this doesn't need to be just veterinarians. This is open to veterinary nurses as well. Anyone within the veterinary team, and you can be an academic with an animal science background. You know, there's no requirement to be a veterinarian to apply for funding from Healthy Pets. What our focus is is that this is on, this is going to be relevant to companion animals in New Zealand. That's that's the main criteria. So there's nothing stopping anybody out there applying. And if you'd like help with applying, with setting up a research project, then we've got some amazingly talented people talented people who can help with that. For somebody who's thinking, yeah, that sounds like a really good idea, I wonder what's involved. What what sort of commitment might might be required? Okay, so disclosure here, I'm not a researcher. I've never done any research. So that is the sort of question that I would then put you in contact with the likes of John Monday who who does research and understands what's involved. But obviously it's also one of those questions that it depends because it depends what you want to look at. If you want to do a review of something where there's already the information available, then that's going to be a lot simpler than setting up a project that's going to require, you know, potentially the use of live animals and going to require ethics approval and that sort of stuff. And, you know, maybe the review is going to take you five or six months. There is a project on using live animals might take several years to actually collect the data and require owner consent and that sort of stuff as well so it depends thank you for spending the last half an hour or so of your life with dr kath and me we both appreciate it and i hope you found this informative I'll put all the links Kath mentioned about Healthy Pets New Zealand at both pawsclawswetnoses.fm and vetstaff.co.nz so you can find out more. Kath mentioned the artwork her mother donated as a fundraiser conducted at this year's NZVA conference. And seriously, wow, you need to go and look at the Healthy Pets New Zealand website at these paintings. They are absolutely beautiful. They are stunning. They're gorgeous. Go visit healthypets.org.nz. Tessa Brown's artwork can be seen on the news and events page, together with the two winners of the silent auction. And remember, if you'd like to get involved with Dogs Day Out, please get in touch with Kath because she'd love to hear from you. There's info about Dogs Day Out 2022 that you can check out on the news and events page as well. Now, about loving your vet nurse. If you haven't done so already, remember to enter your clinic in our Love Your Vet Nurse competition to win one of the five lunch shouts 
And you can do that at vetstaff.co.nz. It is free to enter. Just go to the surveys and comps page for more info. And remember to ask your colleagues to enter as well. Now, here's the shout out I mentioned at the beginning of the show to the top three clinics so far on the leaderboard. Coming in at third place, let's do a drum roll. Did you like that? That's a real drum roll. Better than me banging on my desk like I did last week. Coming in at third place is Hamilton Small Animal Veterinary Centre. Congratulations, also known as Hamilton Vets. Coming in at second place. Is the team at the Strand Veterinarian in Parnell, Auckland and, drum roll, coming in at first equal, we have Levin and Horafenua Vets going head to head with Tiaraha Veterinary Services. Congratulations to all of those four clinics. So we have Hamilton Vets, we've got the Strand Veterinarian, Levin and Horafenua Vets and Te Araha Veterinary Services. This week is going to be really interesting because today, as at recording this, there have already been, there's already been quite a rush of entries from one clinic that is moving its way up the leaderboard. Remember, anyone can enter, not just nurses. This is a whole clinic effort, so get your admin and support staff, let them know that they're, and the vets, let them know that their contributions are important too. Good luck. This is Julie South signing off and inviting you to go out there and be the most fantabulous version of you you can be. Kia kaha, kakiti ano. God bless. Paws, claws and wet noses is sponsored by Vet Staff. If you've never heard of Vet Staff, it's New Zealand's only full-service recruitment agency, 100% dedicated to the veterinary sector. Vet Staff has been around since 2015 and works nationwide, from Cape Reinga to the Bluff and everywhere in between. As well as helping Kiwis, Vet Staff also helps overseas qualified veterinarians find work in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Vet Staff. Dot co. Dot NZ